it won't be uncommon for people to have like positive and negative emotions at the same time. Is this thing on? Welcome back, everyone. My name is Tiffany, and in case you don't know me, I'm one of the hosts of The Voice Podcast, and I'm joined today by Janice Hillier. Hi, Janice. Hello. Nice to see you again. Nice to see you. How are you doing? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing well. Lots of big changes coming up, though, which is why we're here today. Um, So I've invited Janice to come and speak to us today and have a conversation just about coping with change, obviously, at the beginning of a whole new year, um, especially if this is your first time as a student. There are a lot of changes. Um, But yeah, so Janice, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself first? Sure, sure. I've been a uh, registered social worker for almost 18 years, held a few different roles in various parts of the community, but uh, my current one is uh, in January of 18, I opened my own business, Rising Hope Counseling, and uh, so I am doing counseling through there. Of course, with COVID, it's like this, or it's by phone. You know, hopefully soon we'll get to do in person again, but at least I'm still able to be there for people. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. 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 So um, I really just wanted to talk to you today kind of about um, some of the main challenges that that students will face in coping with change, especially since this has been a very like unusual year, right? With COVID and everything changes are, there are a lot more changes and they're a lot more dramatic than I think that we're all used to. Um, But what are some of the most common concerns that you hear from students when they're first going to school? I think a lot of time there's an excitement perhaps initially that might cloud some of the anxiety in in some new and returning students even, Uh, you know, just the great feeling of liberation, you know, get to be on your own, especially if you're moving out of home and you're living on your own, either in residence or in, you know, a shared housing place or, you know, your own apartment or whatever. Um, I think that can be one of the emotions that tends to come up is that feeling of liberation that feeling of independence you know for some that could be great you know but it also can mean sometimes making choices that don't work out Um, and for others it can just mean that's really scary you know now yeah you can do whatever you want but no one is gonna cook for you you know yeah you can stay out as long as you want but you know is that going to be safe for you so I think that there's I think that there's a lot of mixed emotions that can come with it It can be some really great excitement you know a new adventure a new opportunity getting to do whatever you want but also some anxiety that goes with that of oh i have to do everything myself now and i am totally independent and responsible and then you can add into that like loneliness i think you know um if you don't go with friends to a new school or you're in a new town a place you don't know that can be lonely sometimes until you get connected um And now with COVID, I think that could be more challenging trying to get connected when your classes might look like this too for a lot of people with limited time where you're actually interacting. So I think that can be a new challenge that people are going to see this year for sure. Um, Yeah, overwhelmness, I think, is another one. Um, Might not be a word. We're just going to make it one. I like to do that. It's a feeling whether or not it's a word. It's a feeling for sure. Exactly. You know, just when you see your your syllabus of your new course and you're like, oh my goodness, there's no way I can possibly do that end paper. I don't even know what that means. You know, that's pretty normal. You know, of course you don't want to know what it means. You haven't gone through the course yet, you know. So, you know, I think that can come, especially if you are enjoying your independence a lot and, you know, aren't being um, cognizant of time and preparation and staying on top of things and suddenly papers are due and exams are here and things like that so overwhelmed 
the feeling of being overwhelmed is certainly something that I hear a lot about. Um, a lot of unknowns, eh? There's a lot of unknowns in general when you start when you start a new place, a new school. Yeah, I think in life, you know, no matter what yeah. what is going on, anything that's a big new change can be really scary. But I think Absolutely. you made a really good point that it's important to make sure that um, no matter kind of what you're feeling, that you try and balance the different parts of your life. Because you're right, you can get there, you're so excited, you're overwhelmed, you're lonely, maybe you forget to make sure that you keep on track with other things, eating or socializing or schoolwork or whatever it is. And, and that's something important to remember to do, I think, yeah. as well. Yeah, absolutely. It won't be uncommon for people to have like positive and negative emotions at the same time. It's kind of like grief, right? You can be really, really sad that someone died, but then also at the same time feeling really relieved that that person isn't suffering if they've been in pain for a while, right? And I think that it can be really confusing to feel excited and anxious at the same time but i just want to make sure people know that's normal you know that is all okay and you're not going to be alone in in experiencing that i think it's very very normal to have both sides of the coin when you're starting something new and dealing with those unknowns for sure yeah for sure you know i think that's a really really good point um so what are some techniques that you find that students can kind of employ to help them cope a little bit better with these feelings and with with the aspects of big change yeah that's a great question. I think the, the key thing, and I probably said this already, is that you're not alone. You know, I know that it might be very easy to look out and think, oh, I see everybody and they all got these smiles on their faces and everyone looks like they're doing awesome and they're doing great. And I'm the only one that's struggling. But that's going to be like looking at any parent's Facebook page and see the smiling pictures of the kids and missing out the 52 pictures that happened before and after that where someone was fighting, someone was crying, someone wasn't looking you know, the mess was behind them that you forgot to clean up, right? You're only seeing that snapshot, you know? So don't feel like you're the only one experiencing this because I promise you, you are not. I promise you that that's going to be widely felt. I mean, even when I did my master's and I was well-versed in being a student at that point, you know, I would look at my syllabus and I would cry and I'd be like, there's no way I can do this. How can I do this? There's no way. And then I would allow myself that for a few moments. I'd put it all away I would get some sleep. I would wake up the next day and be like, okay, you know, I'm just going to work on this assignment and then you get it done and then you see success. And then you're like, okay, well, great. Now I can work on the next assignment because really all you can do is one thing at a time anyway. So it's okay to get those feelings of being overwhelmed and then it's okay to put it away, you know, calm yourself and start fresh with a fresh pair of eyes and just start, just start at the beginning, just start doing something, see the progress that's going to help you get the motivation and the energy to keep going from there. Um, But reach out, right? If you're, if you're feeling like you are really, really struggling, reach out, reach out to friends, reach out to family, reach out to um, community people, family doctor, professors, you know, I guarantee you as students, you're not going to be the only ones who are going to be struggling with this year, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to be new in a lot of ways for, for the professors as well. So reach out and they're probably feeling the same. They might not tell you, but they might be able to give you a word of support. Um, so reaching out, just just know that even just by sharing your burden with someone else, you are research shows that you are like relieved of like 10% of that burden. So just going to talk to someone else and you're going to feel at least 10% better than you did before. Um, and that's even just a small thing, then so be it if that's all that you do. Uh, and I think you touched on some other things already, Tiffany. You already mentioned things like Um, eating and exercise and socialization and things like that that's going to be key 
you know, we really, when we're stressed, we've got to focus on the things that are in our control. And while we might not be able to control COVID and we might not be able to control, you know, all our assignments coming in at once, and we might not be able to control, you know, that we have a roommate that's difficult, we can control what we do with ourselves. And so paying attention to how we're eating, how much we're eating, when we're eating, what we're eating, um, why we're eating, you know, are we emotionally eating, right. you know, paying attention to how much exercise we're getting, because that can be huge, you know, having fun. Yeah, there's going to be times you're going to feel like there's no way I can fit that in. But if you don't have fun, and you don't make time for that, then you're going to burn out. You know, I learned a long time ago that if I just take a night off sometimes, and don't make myself do like my masters or don't make myself do some additional things for my for my business now, the next day I'm far more ready again. And you know, things are things come more quickly and more easily again. So making time for fun, I cannot stress the importance of it. It might seem like a waste of time in the moment, but I promise you it's not. Um, yeah, that's that's something I've learned um yeah. you know, as a more mature student over time is that it can't be all work, no fun. Exactly. You, know, you strive to be the best possible student that you can be. You want to be on it, you want to be studying, you want to be yeah. doing your extracurriculars, you want to be like the perfect model student. Yeah. But you can yeah. have fun sometimes too. You know, like you'll you yeah. just you're right, you'll burn yourself right out if you don't take time to do the things you enjoy and they make you yeah. happy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe not all your time, yeah, <laughs> you know, no. there's got to be that balance, um, but definitely got to work it in. Definitely have to work it in. Um, and I know people tend to roll their eyes when I talk about this, but relaxation strategies are really key. You know, they are our body's direct counter to the stress response. So when we're feeling stressed, you know, you like think about having like a close call where you're driving in a car and someone almost hits you, right? Your heart starts racing. You might jump a little bit. You might pause your breathing for a moment and when the danger passes all of a sudden it's like <sighs> your body naturally goes into it but when the stress is just in our mind our body doesn't do that so if we can bring that on ourselves and you know do body scan or do like a tense and release or do a calm breathing or mindful breathing or something like that you know it is the body's natural remedy for having that stress um, you know, and it's, it's like working out though, right? The first time you go and, you know, lift some weights, you're not going to have the muscles there. You know, the same thing with the same thing with, you know, working on relaxation strategies, the more that you do it, the better help it will be for you. Um, there's an app called mind shift, M I N D shift, like you're shifting your mind. Um, it's free. You can download it and it has a chill zone at the very bottom that has some strategies that talk out loud to you. It has lots of other really good stuff in it too, but just with respect to the relaxation strategies, it's got some scripts that will play out loud and they're really short, they're like two to six minutes long. So you can easily, you know, do it while you're waiting for a red light, um, while you're waiting for your computer to load, for a Zoom meeting to open, whatever you need to do. Um, they're very, very short. So it's it's good thing to keep in your back pocket as a technique for sure. Yeah, I think that's a really good suggestion. Um, mindfulness, I think, is important, and it's something that's easily um, pushed to the back of Absolutely. everything. Right? Absolutely. So, and thank you so much for providing um, an option for people. Yeah. I was actually going to ask if you had any like favorites, <laughs> so I'm glad. Yeah. So again, if you missed it the first time, it's called Mind Shift, and yeah. it's just you can download it iOS or Android, Janice. Yep, you bet. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and it's free. And it's a, uh, it's a really great, it's a really great app, especially for students. It's got a lot of stuff in there. Um, like some of the strategies, some of the relaxation strategies in there are things like um, dealing with stress of a test, 
you know, um, a confidence builder, a public speaking builder, things like that. So there's lots of good techniques in there for, for people in school, for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously this year with COVID, we've got yeah. an extra sort of layer of stress we and do. complexity for students. Do you have any suggestions mm -hmm. on how students can minimize that part of the stress in their lives? Obviously school's got its own challenges, but this is just added yeah. something extra. Is there any suggestions you've got for students to uh, help with that? Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's going to be a unique year, right? We're going into this. The schools really haven't done this. Um, you know, this is going to be new for, for a lot of people. Um, so I think recognizing that and learning how to be kind to yourself is going to be really, really key. You know, you're not going to be the only ones that are struggling. The professors are probably going to have challenges too. technology and all those things. They are great when they work, but it's frustrating when they don't do what you want. Um, so it's going to be the year of flexible thinking, I think. And keeping that in mind is going to help you weather some of those unknowns and some of those COVID-ness things. Um, again, made up another word for you. Um, so things like be careful of fortune telling. You know, they can't even accurately predict the weather all the time. Uh, so, you know, you can't tell the future. You might think you know what's going to happen and it's going to be bad and terrible, but you don't actually know that. You know, just like you can't read people's minds unless you've crawled into their head and you're reading their thoughts like a movie script um, subtitle, then you really don't know what people are thinking about you or of you or of other things unless you check in and you ask. So be careful with those, you know, watch out for catastrophizing, right? Things aren't going to be black and white. There's going to be a lot of gray this year and that's okay. You know, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, be kind to each other um, and have fun. Be careful with those negative thinking patterns, but have fun as you're doing it, for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. So, you know, if a student feels like they're not coping well on their own, they've yeah. tried the things that you suggested, you know, making yeah. sure they're eating and exercising and talking to their friends or family, but they just don't feel like they're coping. What are some, where are some places they can go? For sure, for sure. For, I just don't want people to feel like they need to um, be subject to stigma, right? I think that's a big thing that still keeps happening. So, but usually it's within ourselves. So feel like you are allowed to go and reach out for help because you are, and you're not going to be alone. And I've said that before, you're not going to be alone in your struggles. So just don't feel like you've got to do it alone. We're meant to be community. And if you get that through, and you start to believe that for yourself, then it's going to be easier to access some of those other services. You can start even with your family doctor, right? Um, family doctors sometimes have, if they're part of a family health team, they might have a counselor on staff that you can see. Um, the schools are going to have counseling supports. Both Queens and St. Lawrence have counseling supports that are available. And they have therapy assistance online. I think it's called Teo. Um, and so that's another option that, that people can access for free. There's crisis lines like the Addictions and Mental Health Services for Frontenac, Lennington, and Addington, or Kingston, Frontenac, Lennington, and Addington. Um, they have just quick Google, uh, crisis number Kingston, that will pop up for you. Same with finding the supports for your different schools. Just Google your school name and counseling supports, and there's going to be first thing that pops up. There's going to be a link to those kinds of things, and that's where you're going to find the, the TEO as well. Um, there's also Good to Talk, and it's a post-secondary Ontario-wide resource for people. You can use that for texting as well. They've partnered with the Kids Help Phone. So you can text good to talk on um, to, mm, if you're dyslexic, this is going to be hard, but 686868. Um, 
and uh, that's a place where you can get some free help as well but you can also call them that's a free a free resource bounce back ontario is another one another quick google search bounce back ontario um, and mood disorders society of ontario if you go to mooddisorders.ca there's an online forum so if you want just that little bit of extra anonymity that might be a place to go you know you just want to reach out to a forum and see that yeah she's right i'm not alone uh, that might be a place to start and maybe that will increase your ability to feel like you can go elsewhere don't forget about parents friends professors um, other roommates housemates if you're part of a dorm if there's a um, someone that's a leader there you know things like that those are all really great places to go out. and don't forget 911 if you're really in crisis if you're really in crisis don't feel like you can't call that number and have someone come help you because it doesn't always have to feel this tough yeah and uh, just in case anybody is particularly wondering, uh, for St. Lawrence, we do have the Student Wellness and Accessibility yeah. Department, which can be reached at wellness at sl.on.ca, and they can connect you with that um, TAO that you were talking about earlier and other um, campus-specific services. So um, you've got definitely some mental health supports here in place yeah. at St. Lawrence, but it was really great to hear about some more province-wide and community yeah. sort of services that people can access because not yeah. everyone's comfortable going within uh, within the school um, yeah and sometimes there might be a bit of a wait like who knows maybe they'll have a higher than usual demand so it's good to know that there's more than one resource too for sure well do you have any other advice or anything else that you think that it's important for students to know I think people need to remember that emotions are only temporary you know you might feel really overwhelmed right now but that's just a temporary feeling this is just one stop in your life you know, no measure of how much we should let something bother us should be weighed against like, is this going to matter to me in five years? You get one bad grade, don't let it destroy you. You have one bad argument with a friend or one bad breakup or something, don't let it destroy you. This is one stop and you've got lots of stuff ahead of you beyond that. Um, if you fail at something, don't, don't immediately look at what's wrong with you. Look at what was wrong with your task or look at what was wrong with the way that you handled it you know, and learn from it. You know, a lot of great mistakes or a lot of great disappointments can lead to valuable lessons that get us somewhere that we never would have imagined we could go. So don't give up, reach out if you need to, um, and enjoy this time, enjoy this new part of your life because it can be really great and really fun as well. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. No problem. This has been really educational, and I'm so glad that you were able to come and uh, give everyone some advice on on how to cope with the big change, even beyond our usual um, sort of stress in this time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening to Voice Podcast, and you can follow us on YouTube, Instagram. Um, we are on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, you can find us under SA Voice Podcast on any of those um, social media platforms. So thanks again, Denise. This has been really No wonderful. problem. No problem. Take care, Tiffany. You as well. And take care, everyone.